Welcome to the Pete Primo Show. It is episode 161. We are here with Karen Converse, how to have better sleep conversations. Before we get started, let me pay the bills real quick. If you haven't, Tim McDonald, look at you. Morning, fellas. I'm pumped about this one. Let's roll. I am too. Uh, if you haven't bought my book, Sell a Million, what are you waiting for? Jump on Amazon, buy the book, and start implementing right away. 101 tips for furniture and mattress store owners to sell another million dollars or more this year. If you have any problems implementing anything in that book, call me at 419-560-3169. I will take a half an hour, up to a half an hour with you, absolutely free, and help you implement whatever it is that's near and dear to your heart in that book that you're having a difficult time with. I'd like to thank everybody at the Mattress Industry Network Group for your sponsorship. Appreciate you, Steve and Greg. And I appreciate everybody in the group, over 2,200 strong. And if you are in the mattress industry, we want you in this group. The Mattress Industry Network core values are helping others to build, market, sell, and succeed in the mattress industry. So if you've been feeling like you're all alone, you don't know where to turn, join the Mattress Industry Network group. You'll be glad you did. Tell them I sent you. Hey, Krista Haney. Krista Haney is Senior Vice President of DreamFit. My boss and friend, hello all. This is a big screen worthy today. <laughs> Chris, I love you. Thank you for being here. I know you're very, very busy right now and I appreciate you being here. Karen, welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me, Pete. So Karen, if there's somebody that doesn't know who you are, tell us a little bit about your career and um, I'll cut you off at any point in time. It's just well, comfortable. So. All righty. Well, it's interesting. I started off with an entrepreneurial spirit and it somehow dwindled over time and it's back again. But, um, you know, just in for this industry, I, I really started in my um, late 20s. I had owned, built, owned and operated a uh, 6,400 square foot nightclub in my 20s and then sold that and decided, well, what do I want to do? And I went into um, sales. Right. I um, started on the floor for several years and uh, left furniture, went into industry um, for beauty, selling uh, to salons for major, major uh, companies, and then back into furniture mattress on the retail floor. From there to um, Simmons as a um, an account manager and then continued on when uh, it was about 13 years SSB. And then I left that to be a corporate betting manager or a uh, three, it's basically 19 stores. It's a local Ashley licensee and then to purple. And then after all of that, I said, you know, my entrepreneurial with spirit was starting to like getting ramped up. And I said, you know, I'd really like to do, and I was thinking about this for the last seven years, I'd really like to be an independent rep to go out there and represent different brands of, of things that I think are very important. And I found over the course of my career that are easy to talk about and good quality products. So I'm very blessed to be able to, to do that at this time. So that's how we met. Yeah. My, my dear friend, Keith Burrell, who's now the director of sales at Purple, worked with me for many years at, um, at Protect the Bed together. And he called me out of the blue one day and I'm like, I wonder if everything's okay. Because, you know, 
me and him are both super busy and we don't always talk as much as we'd like. And it's, it's usually, you know, we do the quick, how's your family? How's your family? And then we get right to it, you know? Right. And he's like, I have a friend and she's super talented. I want you to call her. She's thinking about becoming an independent rep. I want you to give her perspective. And uh, the next thing I know, you, after that conversation, uh, we might have had a follow-up conversation. And then next thing I know, I'm in a sales meeting in Vegas. And there you are with Larry Soraka, who is yeah. one of my absolute heroes in this industry. What a He's more than a rep. To, to say that he's a rep is just yeah. uh, an insult to him. He's right. a, he's a consultant. He is an expert in this business, and he is he's he's rarefied air. And um, well, I'm going to give a shout out to Larry right now because without his without without him, I wouldn't have had this opportunity. As anybody knows, it's very hard to get into the independent rep business and I'm very blessed to have uh, Larry part of my life and to partner with him was has been you know it's it's exciting it's been interesting and and I enjoy uh, working alongside him and learning with him all the time right but Pete I just wanted to say really quick do you remember when I called you and you said Karen I only have about 15 minutes two hours later <laughs> yeah me Larry and you all have that in common yeah, we can right. we, we can really go you know, so here was the the deal. Uh, you were asking really great questions, and I just couldn't let you down, and I couldn't let Keith down. I felt like I really needed to answer those questions right. uh, fully. And as you know, uh, we would love life to be black and white, but there's all kinds of different shades of gray, right? And I right. was trying to cover the gray, so. Yeah, that's uh, we have a tendency to do that still to this day. Mm -hmm. um, so you guys are in for a treat because Karen has worked both retail and wholesale. And she, like I, um, is a consummate student of the industry. Mm -hmm. She's always looking for an edge, always listening to what's being said on the retail floor and always... Uh, not just coaching and helping and training, but getting back and learning from other retail salespeople and things that they're doing. So this is going to be great for everybody that's watching. If you're a store owner and you want to have better conversations with your, with your um, customers uh, that will lead to more profitable sales, you, you're in the right place. Tune in right now. So before we get into some of those specifics, Let's just kind of go 64,000 foot view. Let's just talk quickly about the importance of sleep and overall health. Okay. And, and then we'll take it from there. Okay. So, well, the whole purpose of me really being on here today, we, we, you know, being in the sleep industry, I'm hearing and I've been hearing and I started this probably about 2009, is how can I have better conversations and how do I get people in here that don't want just a 299 mattress, right? So I started, and it's funny, right? I started collecting articles, um, pieces of information that that people are interested in learning more about sleep. And more importantly, they have issues, concerns, and they don't realize how important sleep is to them and they can solve a lot of their current um, complaints that they're having within their body, their brain, um, a lot of different things. So anyways, 
I started down this journey and doing the research just really quick on this importance of sleep and the importance of our health is I came across this four pillars of health, right? And in order to have a proper, um, you know, healthy life, we have to have sleep, which is number one of the pillar, uh, hydration, nutrition, and exercise. Now we all know this and you're like, well, how am I supposed to incorporate this into my conversations? Well, it's easy enough is in order for us to have a healthy life, we need sleep. We need hydration, nutrition, and exercise. And fun fact is in order for us to have a proper sleep, guess what? We need good nutrition, good hydration, and exercise. So it's a, it's a big, huge circle. And how we factor that into our conversations really quick is how much, and this is the crazy part, right? Just really quick on this, is that when a consumer comes in the door and says, well, I only want to spend $5.99 on my, my mattress, right? And I simply ask them really quick questions. And so I was just going to play a game and I wrote some columns and I said, um, you know, the four pillars of health every single day. It's super important. Do we have all of these things every single day? How much would you invest in your hydration? Right. They might put down, well, I only drink water all day. You and I both know that's not true. Right. So the average person spends about $10 a day on hydration is what they say. And I go, you know, that factors in your alcohol you're drinking, um, you know, your coffee, your Starbucks or whatever. Um, sorry, $10 a day. That's fine. So then I take $10 and I multiply that by 365 and then I multiply that by 10 and then I rate that down. So that's what 30, $36,500, right? Yeah. I write this down for myself. And then I do the same thing with nutrition. How much a day do you spend on food? If you're spending groceries, most people today, they buy, it's really weird that we used to shop once, once a week and now we're in the grocery store three to five times a week. But how much do you spend on food every single day? Well, I don't know, not that much, but let's just say for instance, it's probably going to be, and I'm shooting really low here, is like $15. So $15. And uh, no, I'm going to do it $20 because I think that's realistic. I've had people say I only spend $5 and <laughs> like, I don't know how you do that. So, so $20 times 365 times, you know, 10, that's $73,000, right? And then the same thing with exercise and exercise and clothes and your sneakers, uh, your gym membership, any protein powders, all of that. And I do that by the month. And let's just say that's $100. That's shooting really low, right? That's true. And that's like $12,000 over the course of uh, 10 years. So then I take my $12,000 plus my $73,000 and thirty-six. You know, $36,000. So that's about one hundred twenty-one, dollars And it's pretty low. But as I said, P. Eat it. Eat. In order for you to eat, drink, and exercise, you'd have to give me uh, $121,000 today. But I can finance that for you over the course of several years. What would you say to me? <laughs> right, exactly. But that's how we look at our sleep system. We don't look at it breaking down in a little bit of increments. We look at it as one lump sum. And I know that financing is so important in all of our conversations. Let's break it down by monthly, by yearly, or however you want, by day, right? However you want to do it. But what it allowed me to do when I was talking to consumers and to sales associates, what it did is it, it just brought an awareness to the person I'm speaking to. I was like, wait a second, you're right. I'm spending all this money. And if sleep is the most important factor to help me have a better life, you know, overall healthy life among other things, 
that I really need to pay better attention to, um, well, more importantly, I need to pay more attention to what I'm selecting and making sure that it's, that's helping me sleep better. But I need to not necessarily, listen to me talk, not necessarily put a cap on my sleep system. So it just brought a conversation in that wasn't there before. And I can share with you numerous success stories where consumers came in and having that quick, let's just break this down for you. And they'll say, all right. And they're, okay, show me what you have. They're more, I'm not going to say excited, but they're less reserved when I go in and I want to show them a, uh, you know, the process, starting them on quality mattresses, quality support, showing them the newest technology and ensuring the fact that this is going to be the best sleep system for them. So that's in a nutshell, super quick. So I just, I just want to share this with you and you, you've heard me talk about this before on our uh, win in the weekend on our, mm-hmm. our Zoom call that we do on, on Fridays yeah. in the weekend with Pete and friends. Um, when I started in CrossFit, the most important part of the triangle was, and they used a triangle, was was the fitness part of it. And then, yeah. of, of course, uh, diet. And then, of course, rest. And now they've turned it all the way upside down. The base and the most important piece of wellness is sleep. Yeah. It is sleep. It's then nutrition and then exercise. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter who you talk to. You can talk to an endurance athlete. You can talk to a 300-pound Olympic weightlifter. You can talk to a gymnast. You can talk to a baseball player, a basketball player. They'll all tell you the same thing. Workouts break the body down. Rest and nutrition help the body rebuild itself. Mm-hmm. Without that foundation, we can't go... Um, and have great, um, uh, great success in athletics. And so let's take the opposite, Karen. And I, I've heard you talk about this, and mm-hmm. I've heard Chris Tahaney. Uh, Chris Tahaney has had a series of really great uh, posts. And what he's posting is what happens, what kind of catastrophes in our lifetime have happened that are associated with sleep deprivation. So oh, yeah. Like, Talk about that for a minute or two. Absolutely. So in the last, um, and we talked about this on your show, as you as you stated, in the last two months, when I'm visiting showrooms, when I'm talking to even my friends and family, um, I'll say, if you could, if, if you could, if I asked you to give me just a, a quick five minutes about what COVID is, could you tell me what it is? Say, I don't know anything about it. Could you talk to me about it? And he said, oh, Absolutely. Most people are super excited how educated they are on COVID, right? And I say, well, what about this? What about sleep deprivation? What can you tell me about that? And uh, most people tell me, oh, I have it. And I said, well, let me ask you this. Did you know that in 2015 that the CDC announced that sleep deprivation was classified as as a public epidemic in our country? Did you know that? I haven't had one person say, I knew that. They'll go, what? So what? what's the disconnect here? Because in order for us to have a healthy life, right, we need to have good quality sleep and sleep deprivation. And I'm not going to go into craziness of deep down into the whole, uh, you know, sleep 101, but 
Sleep, proper sleep, if you are sick, it helps fight off the virus. But more importantly, a good quality sleep raises your T cells, right? Develops the white, white cells that fight off viruses, right? Build your immunity. So if we're really concerned about having a healthy life and being resistant to any type of viruses that are coming at us, we want to pay attention to our sleep. But let's go back to that with my friends. I was in a, a, at a, a lunch and I had three people go, yeah, I'm sleep deprived. And I said it like, yeah, I'm sleep deprived. And I said, but you've seen that so flip. And I go, all right, so what are you doing? What are you doing? What steps are you taking? And they're like, well, none. And I'll, <laughs> and the thing is the sleep, sleep deprivation is not a chronic, right? It's, it's just like, uh, you can, you can recover from it in a few, in a few days if given proper sleep, right? Making sure that you're doing the, the right things in that order of nutrition, hydration, exercise to get a proper sleep. Most people don't realize that if you just go outside in the morning, the morning sun, just go outside and stand in the sun, um, close your eyes, of course, and just get that sunshine, that that helps with your later, it helps with your circadian rhythm so later you go into deeper restorative sleep. But going back to, for the RSA standpoint, and for marketing standpoint, we are having these conversations. We are educating. We know it. And I'm sure a lot of people are listening to us right now think, oh, I know this. I know all this. But how many times a day are you talking about it? I don't even get invited to cocktail parties anymore, Pete, because this is all I talk about. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Um, right. Yeah. There's been catastrophes, but this kind of gets, it's kind of shoved underneath the rug. Let's, we don't want let's, to talk let's about take it. a minute and, 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 and read this comment because it's yeah. a great comment. Chris Tahaney, Chernobyl, Exxon Valdez, and the Challenger disaster, three of the most prominent disasters in human history, all had sleep deprivation cited as a contributing cause. Yeah. That is huge. Yeah. And every one of those, that's a social media post. Mm -hmm. That should be part of a retailer who sells a good night's sleep. It should be part of their website. It should be part of their training with their RSAs. It should be part of the conversation that the RAs have with the customer. So this isn't just sales, guys. This is marketing. This is advertising. This is everything. It should be part of your culture in your company that not only do you help somebody be a better mother, father, daughter, whatever it is that you do, you do it better. Uh, policeman, fireman, whatever it is that you do, you do it better if you have a good night's sleep. But on the flip side of it, you avoid catastrophes. How many car accidents happen? I would love to have that statistic. How many car accidents happen because somebody is either sleep deprived or partially sleep deprived? Sorry, I just got a little excited by Chris's post. And oh, he yeah. has posted all of those individually and everybody should just yeah. copy and paste, put your own spin on it. But that should be in your social media. That should be part of your outreach um, because it's too late to just have the conversation in the store. The conversation has to start before the customer gets in the store. 
Right. It starts in social media. It starts on your website. It starts in all of your outreach. Um, you shared with me something that was super fascinating. When you were with Simmons, you guys had outreach to schools. Can you talk about that yeah, a little so, bit? Well, we used to, years ago, this is a long time ago, we have an opportunity. We had actually a book too, a children's book that I still have somewhere in my house here. Um, that would go in and talk to kids, talk to children, to children be, about how important sleep is. We as uh, adults, right, or as, as human beings, we are, you know, every animal sleeps. And, and I know I skipped over that, but I'm going to get to my point here. Every animal sleeps. But we are the only animal that resists sleep. We, pro, we, we stay up later than we should. We fight it. We have all of these, this technology that keeps us from getting a deeper source. And it starts in the youth. And it's worse now than it was when I was a child. And that's why when we used to go in, and I'm talking early 2000, and have an opportunity to go in and talk to students about sleep and how important it is, it was really cool. They would get great things, great stories back. And, and I'm not saying that they were all like, okay, I'm ready to go to bed at night, mom and dad. I'm not going to fight you because I heard this story. But we start young. And, um, you know, my, if, if my children were on this show or called in and had, or had a comment, they like, we ain't having, we know more about sleep than anybody ever should know about sleep. But sleep is very important to them, to my children, because I've talked about it for so long. It's important to a lot of people that I work with their children. Well, we needed to get it out into other, you know, um, families that their parents aren't necessarily in this business so that we could start young. So we as human beings, when we're young, should be sleeping 10 to 12 hours, right? You know, that's not happening. And then in the teen years, it goes to about nine hours of sleep and then seven to eight as adults. But what, I'll go back. I wanted to uh, say this. Uh, the CDC announced that the sleep deprivation was an epidemic in our country because over a third of us Americans get less than six hours of sleep. Wow. That's where that whole conversation of how much sleep, I hear that a lot, how much sleep should I get? And it's a combination of the quantity and the quality. And I've heard, well, if you can only get four hours of sleep, let's make it as much quality as possible. Well, no. <laughs> try to to prolong that. Try to Try to get in those hours. And so, P, if you are going to go to bed at 10 o'clock, when should you re when should you prepare to go to bed? What you know, half an hour before, an hour before? I, two I hours? go to I go to bed at nine. Okay. And so my last email is around seven. Very good. I I turn, I I just uh, I got it's a funny story. Do you guys have a minute for a funny story? Sure. I got I, in trouble with a really big account because I had already gone to bed. This is years ago, years ago. And um, I picked up the phone after I had been sleeping for a couple hours and it, it didn't go well. And the, 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 the dealer got so aggravated, he called, he called the, the owner of the company and said, I, I don't want him on my account. And, and the owner said, okay, you don't want Pete Primo as your rep? When is your last order date going to be? It was not an option. Uh, and he coached me up. And he said, Pete, he goes, you know your mistake you made. 
And I said, answering the phone, he goes, exactly. He goes, you, you got woken up in the middle of trying to sleep. That's never good. Never do that again. That is a huge mistake. Once you put that phone down, never pick it back up to the morning. And I never made that mistake again. But right. it's so true. You have to start shutting it down. I shut down my emails two hours in advance. Yep. Um, I don't have much caffeine. But if I was doing some caffeine, I would stop that at four. Right. Um, I do something every night that a lot of people are going to like kind of cringe at. I, I read, I read for the last hour and it makes my eyes so tired, especially yep. at the end of the day. I sleep like a little baby. So tell me what I did right and what I did wrong. You did everything right. It's so funny. It's like, did you read my notes? <laughs> did you read my notes? So interesting, two hours before your scheduled time that you want to be asleep is, is your preparation. I mean, obviously the caffeine, you want to stop at like three, four o'clock. Right, even earlier if possible. But the wind down is two hours. You start preparing. And that includes the food. Don't eat. Right. If you need something, do it really light because you don't want your body to be digesting. You want to have to fall asleep. Um, and preparing your room, pulling the shades, making sure the temperature is right, making sure you have uh your pillow is nice and fluffed up, your sheets are nice and clean, and, and everything is set. This the technology it has been the downfall, really, of all of us because we'll go to bed, and then how many people are on their on their iPhone or on their or on their cell phone or on their uh, computer? That blue light from the from the technology goes into our pineal gland that says it's time to wake up. It's still daytime. We don't need to fall asleep yet. It messes with our circadian rhythm. So the best thing to do is your wind down is to read. And then when you read, ensuring that you have either a yellow light or an amber light, because again, you don't want to confuse your brain to say that it's time to be awake. But yes, reading is the recommended if you need to have that um, little time to wind down to do that. So time that you might be thinking, well, how do I have this conversation to customers coming in the door? Easy. Is like the more we get to learn, the more questions that we're asking to them, we have a better understanding of their lifestyle. Like how asking that question, how do you wind down at night? Talk to me a little bit about how many hours, half an hour that you prepare. Because yes, the sleep system, your mattress, your power base, your sheets, your pillow, all of it are super important, a big part of a great night's sleep. And we can show them everything, sell them everything. But if they're not incorporating the entire um, prep prior to falling asleep and making sure that everything is set, it's setting them up for failure. Because again, we know this stuff, the average person doesn't. And it's yeah. our obligation to educate them, to let them know. And I know that they don't because I ask, new, I meet new people, we get into the subject, what do you do? I'll start talking about sleep and I always get, I didn't know that. And it's simple things. And speaking of Chris Tahini, I was at a lunch with seven women and we just started talking about sheets, the importance of the temperature management with your sheets and dissipating that humidity, right? Um, wicking it away. 
And we, I just, I basically did a, a dream fit presentation. In, and uh, if I had the sheets with me, right, I'd have sold them all. Where do I get them? How do I get this? Nobody, I didn't know these things. I, I've been buying at CJ Maxx. I didn't know any of this. They don't. They don't. I, and immediately in my head, I'll just a little funny side note here, is um, in my first sales job was a Girl Scout. And back then, we used to have the Girl Scout cookies with us door to door in a little wagon I went. And I, when that experience happened at launch, I just kept thinking, do I need to carry Dream Fit sheets with me when I go to events? <laughs> so as I'm having this conversation, I can provide them with the quality that they need. All right. So that's one way we can have uh, better conversations. Um, and, and we can have several other ones. Like, well, I brought this up, right? I showed you my my... My little catalog yeah, here. Hold, hold that yeah. up though. Yeah. Because I have a few questions for this? you regarding that. Yeah. yeah. When did you start that? 2009. And I simplified it. Like if there's duplication, I take it out. But it helped me have better conversations and change my wording. Case in point, when temperature management, which was, you know, that's only what, what 11 years, 10, 10, 11 years, it's been part of our, our presentation. Yep. When temperature management became part of our conversation in our presentations, everybody's saying, sleep cooler, sleep cooler. Well, I found, and there's numerous ones, right? I found like this Columbia Co. workout wear um, and, and sneakers. And they had words like airflow, breathability, so that you could be comfortable, but not you know hot. They're not saying I'm going to be cooler when I'm working out. They're not saying... Um, any of those, they're saying breathability, um, airflow constantly. So when I present any um, product that has uh, breathability, airflow, those are the words I use over and over and over. And I never say you're going to sleep cooler. I just say it offers airflow, breathability to help you stay at your ideal sleeping temperature throughout the night. Consumers, they're hearing this. They're seeing this airflow, breathability all the time. And I just believe and from my success that something clicks in there and they understand what I'm saying a lot more. So I'm gonna, I don't know. Can you see that? Yes. Always have your marketing radar on. Yes. That is not only does Karen have her marketing radar on, she has her sales radar on both at the same time. And this is a formula for all of you store owners. You guys should have a book. Hold up your book. <laughs> you should have a book like this. And every time you see anything that relay uh, that relates to getting a better night's sleep, that should be your place that you go when you go, all right, I need to do some social media posts. I need to schedule those out for the week. And I don't have any ideas. I'm plumb out of ideas. You go through this book. And you have all kinds of ideas. And, and there's one thing I just wanted to share with you. You don't have to post all seven ways to get a better night's sleep. You can post one a day and summarize them all at the end of the week and then do a video. So a lot of these things, um, these articles that you pull out, they can be uh, chunked into bite-sized pieces of information uh, that can be several social media posts. So 
the formula that Karen's really given you, store owners right now, is always have your marketing radar on, always have your selling radar on, and look for current events. Look when you are looking at anything, whether you're on the internet or you're looking at a magazine in a doctor's office waiting to go in, have that marketing radar, have that selling radar on. How can I use this in my business? You will never run out of ideas if you do this. I am sorry. I just went off on a tangent. We are hard-pressed now to cover everything I wanted to cover. So I want you to talk about something that I know is near and dear to your heart, um, sleep awareness events. Yes, that's what I was going to get. I was going to get to that of how... Um, so in, your, in, in, the, in the Mattress Industry Network... I read all the time of how can we bring, you know, more awareness. Um, and we can have conversations with consumers, right? But I would love it to come from a larger stage, a bigger stage of, of business owners, marketing, of getting information out there. And there's a ton of information on the internet. And, and now is a great time because of March. What's March? Well, March is National Sleep Awareness Month. And inside the National Sleep Awareness Month, we have National Sleep Awareness Week from March 10th to the 16th. And inside that week, March 10th is daylight savings time. And we know that happens. We lose an hour of sleep. That is detrimental to us. It interferes with our circadian rhythm. But what is March 11th is National Napping Day. And that's set right in place the day after daylight savings so that it encourages people to take a nap the importance of taking a nap. So we're and not going to be, it's not going to be so catastrophic to us, right? Have fun with this stuff. Yeah, you I can mean, have so much fun. Get in your pajamas and, and like, hey, it's the middle of the day. Let's take a nap. And, you know, have fun. Make a fun video with lots of humor in it. And one of the things that we don't do often enough in our business is we don't have fun. We don't make our customers laugh. If you make them laugh, they will remember you. And some of the best things that I've seen are ads that make people laugh. Look at Trent, at Trent's bedding. Oh, mean, yeah. Oh, my Lord. With, with little Trent, uh, the puppet with an attitude, It's he's unbelievable and memorable. And people don't forget about him. You know, look at... Some of the things that Scott Vaughn's doing at, at Happy Z's. Um, just today in, in our group, he had his dog in there. Guys, whatever happened to babies and dogs and kitty cats? Put them in your marketing. Put them in your ads. They might need a nap too. Have fun with this stuff. Get creative. Yeah. Um, one of the things, the, one of the first things that go when you are sleep deprived is your creativity. Hmm. And so from whether you are a sales pro working the retail floor watching this or whether you're a store owner watching this, you have a vested interest, not only because you sell a better night's sleep and the positive outcomes of that, but you and your people should actually be living to the nth degree getting a better night's sleep and all the great outcomes. Because what happens when you get a good night's sleep? You have more energy. Yeah. What happens when you have more energy and you're a salesperson? You make more sales. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to buy from 
somebody, you know, how, how many times have you shopped a, a competitor and somebody like doesn't even want to get up out of their seat? They're just, you know, and <laughs> it's horrible. It's I horrible. Or somebody pops up and, and says hi to you and makes a joke. And there you could tell that they're happy that you're there. And that's what we're talking about. You know, yeah. so, so many times we get hung up on saying this word at this point in time in this phrase, it's magic. It'll make you a million dollars. Forget all that. What's the feeling? Should you, should you make your guest that comes into your store feel like they're the only person in the world and that you're happy that they're there? Yes. Imagine you haven't had anyone visit you and somebody that you haven't seen in a long time comes into your house. What's the first thing you say? Oh my Lord, it's so good to see you. Can I get you something to drink? Can I get you a little something to eat? What? That's the feeling that you want when they come into the store. And yeah. I'm going to tell you this, when you have valuable information to help make their life better, Behind that friendliness, behind that warmth, now you're talking about lights out. Now you're talking about a customer that not only buys from you, but a customer that happily buys from you, happy to give you a testimonial, happy to refer your company, and happy to give you a five-star online review. By the way, those are the three things you need to continue your business. So sorry, I... Let's keep talking about sleep awareness events because you are just start getting started on this. Well, we also have, I'll just list them all for you guys right now. But that's by National Sleep Foundation in March. And then you have Better Sleep Council, um, Better Sleep Month. That's all through May. You have an opportunity in April with its international pillow fight. And again, I don't want to have a pillow fight, but are you fighting your pillow is what came to my mind immediately. We, we talk about pillows. We have these conversations about, uh, we show the pillow really quick. We don't talk about it. We don't um, explain exactly what's in it. We don't build value on the pillow. We just show the pillow. But truly customizing or pillow, customized pillow fit, a professional pillow fitting for them is so important. It's either 25% of your sleep, uh, of your spinal alignment, or it's not. You either believe it is or it isn't. If they walk out the door, without purging a pillow, yeah. you have to admit that you just let your consumer, customer walk out the door without 25% of their overall support. That's right. So you either believe in it and you don't. But your pillow in itself, if you have a pillow protector, because not to get gross, but are you having these conversations with them when you shall, if they do purchase a pillow or maybe they already bought a pillow, a pillow protector, you're sweating. It's going down. It's creating mold and, and nastiness. And then you're putting a nice, clean face. She's putting a nice, clean face on that pillow every night. Let her know the importance of the pillow protector. It's going to prolong the comfort of her pillow. It's going to be nice and clean and healthy environment for her to put her head down on. And those little tiny things, when I was like, when I'm talking about better sleep conversations, those little tiny snippets um, are important in putting them into your presentation. And helps her have a better understanding of what, you know, what's, what's available for her to help her sleep better. Which, um, leads me to this. I skipped right over all of the events because I'll, I'll be putting up some ideas that they had for promotion on the mattress industry network. 
is a really good one for the National Napping Day, which is kind of fun. But in this book and all of these articles, and I'm inundated on the on uh, my social media, and I'm sure women are my you know my age or women in general. All of, I mean, collagen. You hear collagen, 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 collagen. You see all of these um, potions and lotions, pills, and everything, so that you could be younger, right? <laughs> I want to be younger, and they're spending. Women are spending tons and tons of money every single day on trying to look younger, slow the aging process. And so many times I've had sales associates say to me, well, people don't want to spend and invest in a good quality sleep system because, you know, it just stays, it's in their house. And I say back to them is this, is that even though that they can't physically see, your your people around can't see you pull it into the driveway or wear it out to dinner, how you sleep shows up on your face every single day, every single day. So if you want to... um Look younger, right? Have less fine lines, more plump skin. Look into sleeping better and let me show you some products that are going to help you stay in your restorative sleep longer. So all this flame flash. But so like with collagen, when you get into your deep restorative sleep, right? That's when more of your collagen is manufactured at amps up. So Pete, most women out there sleep or most women out there have a um, a cream that they put on every day. Right. And then there's a lot of women that will use a nighttime cream as well. And that's usually $15, $20 more. Right. Do you know anybody that does that? Can't be just me. A lot of women. And I asked interesting question. And I, and I, and I ask, uh, ladies this when they come in, if I'm on the floor and I do ask them, and it's not a crazy thing to ask them if they use a day cream and a night cream. Why do they use a night cream? Why do they spend more money on the night cream? I mean, daytime. Come on. We're fighting the sun, pollution everything out there. I can understand the day cream. It's basically being a protection, but why am I spending $20 more on a night cream and I'm sleeping? Right? Because of the peptides, because of the quality products that are in it. And they work okay. But did you know this, Pete? Did you know that with our deep restorative sleep, you go through all your cycles, that when you get into that delta, right? HDH levels raise up. That acts like a catalyst and takes all of that good stuff that's in your um, nighttime cream, it penetrates it down into your skin, just deeper, better. It's like, um, like a boost for your nighttime cream. So that smooths out the fine lines, right? Reduces the dark circles. Not super interesting for a lot of men out there, but women are interested all the time in uh, slowing the age processing and trying to look as best as they can <laughs> throughout the day. So um, having, you know, bringing this up, is not a crazy thing. And you're changing the conversation from maybe the foams and coil count, all of that, into what's happening and what what her concerns are every single day. I didn't see that question. Chris Tahaney asks, Karen, on a scale of one to 10, where does the average mattress specialty retailer stand in terms of one, understanding (laughs) who, demographically, their customer is two, merchandising accordingly, and three, marketing, selling towards them effectively. Well, we don't Uh, have two hours to answer this question, (laughs) but do the best you can, Karen. Well, really quick, (laughs) I I had said to, to, to Chris before, as I'm traveling around, even talking about sleep essentials, 
um, I hear, well, you know, I, I do have, I got to want to sell sheets. I, I send them, you know, online. They sell mattresses and furniture online too. <laughs> to me, they come in the door. I want to sell you everything, everything. But okay, so you have men. Well, I have sheets over there. And I said to Chris, I go, she's going to Target today to buy lipstick. And she goes into Target. They only, she only, they only have one brand of lipstick in two colors. Is she buying lipstick at Target today? I'm, the answer to me is going to be no. She wants a selection, right? Possibly a choice of brands, but more importantly, different feels, different colors, maybe different textures. And we're not offering that to her. So if I have a retail store say, well, they don't buy sheets here, it's possibly because you're not giving them, giving her enough choices to make the selection that she feels comfortable with. So on a scale from one to 10, Chris, I'm going to say a four. Wow. Overall, for the people that I, I call in, I'm going to definitely say a four. I'm okay with three hours, like Karen speak. <laughs> I don't know who that is. You don't want that. <laughs> You know, but there are so many good things. Hey, uh, Pat, hey. how are you? Pat is uh, a four-time author of sales books out of uh, Canada, and he is um, unbelievable. As a matter of fact, if you've never read Perpetual Hunger, you want to get that book, Karen. I just finished Nothing Stops Me. Oh, what a great book. Nothing yeah. Stops Me. Oh my God, I I needed a handkerchief uh, at the beginning of that book. I was in big trouble. I almost yeah. didn't read the rest of it. Um, yeah, great book. Great, great Go book. Fast. Lots of sales lessons in that book. Um, Chris, can you pull up the Better Sleep Council website again for us? And I'm so glad that Karen brought this up. Hey, guys and gals, uh, store owners, if you do not take advantage of the Better Sleep Council's website, yeah. get on there and start poking around because there's all kinds of content on here for you to use in your social media posts, to use in your sales training, to use on your website. It's just a, it's a great resource. And if you're wondering who the Better Sleep Council is, it's a council of retailers and manufacturers, both. Mm -hmm. um, and so they have done a great job over the years of providing uh, non um uh let let me say it a different one providing information that the retail customer would like to see that is brand agnostic yeah that does not push one brand over another like a lot of customers just want the truth. As a matter of fact, I would say every customer just wants to know the truth. They don't want the truth according to ABC brand or XYZ brand. They want the real truth. This is where you find really great, unbelievable amount of information to use, to inspire, to create new posts that are better than what they're creating. But just take the idea, play with it, and let it spark something in you. Um, a lot of times what we run into as store owners is we're so busy doing everything. I mean, uh, the driver didn't show up for work. Uh, you know, the truck broke down. You know, the 
the manufacturer is supposed to deliver a truckload of mattresses didn't deliver. And you've got all this stuff. It's always going on. It eats into your ability to be creative. Yeah. Think about creating a book like Karen has created. Think about using websites like the Better Sleep Console to inspire you and to help give you ideas. And, you know, one of the things that is huge and why I let Karen do most of the talking, <laughs> she is our customer. And you really need to understand that if you are a guy in this business and you don't get the fact that our customer is her, then you are light years behind right now and you got to catch up quick. It's her. Make no mistake about it. Even when you see a guy in front of you, it's her. It's 90% of the time in American culture, if that guy likes sleeping indoors, it's her. If he's a smart man, it's her. And understanding that will help you to provide better marketing, better advertising, better sales training, and a better customer experience. And look at the things that Karen just shared with us about selection. I never thought of that. I don't, I don't, I, I, I just don't think about lipstick. I, you know, <laughs> I just don't. I, it's right? not part of my world, but it is part of your customer's world. Yeah. And, and you have to start thinking, ah, is that you, Monica, or is that you, Dale? It's either Dale or Monica. And uh, they said, Karen, great information. Thank you oh, so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, you got fans out there already. Yeah, well, you know, it's fun. It's it, it, it's funny, Pete. I remember when you said, I want you to be on the show. And I, and, and I was like, well, I don't... I talk about this stuff all the time. And uh, again, in my inner circle, there's like, enough with you, Karen. But then I can't stop because... I don't see people within my inner circle making major changes. It has to come from a larger state. I'm sorry. It just has to come higher than me. I'm not high at all. I'm like down here. Um, but if it's coming in, I, if it get, like, and I know COVID is, you know, devastating, caused a lot of deaths, devastating to people, but so is sleep deprivation. I'm not putting it on the same category, but at the same level, but I kind of am. And what if the average person, knew about sleep and the downside of sleep deprivation as other items in our life. What if, I'm just saying, I'm in my Pollyanna world right now, Pete, but what if people lined up around the stores for the newest technology available today to help you get a better night's sleep like they do at the Apple store, right? I know that Mattress Industry um, Network, we have a wrap, you know, group now and and everybody's like, oh, this is a competition. Maybe you don't like it, but I don't, I consider, um, you know, everybody in that group is a competitor, but not competition. Competition to me is the Apple store. Competition to me is Starbucks. Competition to me is, you know, TJ Maxx and you know, Marshalls and with all, with all the top of bad stuff there. That's competition to me. So and, you just inspired me. Let's talk about this. Yeah. Starbucks. What's an average cup of coffee? Thank you, Texas Mattress Barn. Yes, it was a great interview. And it was thanks to having a great guest. Oh, thank you. Uh, Andy Friedman, who is a reps rep. Andy is one of my favorite people 
in the industry, probably uh, the smartest. And the reason why he's the smartest, he buys these books and he gives <laughs> them to his customers, um, especially at open houses. Um, wow, look at this. Andy asks, I always talk to her. I'll answer his questions, but I ask her commuting questions, how, how she feels, recognizing this was one of the small, smallest changes with the biggest results to my sales process. Andy, that is so smart. That's amazing. And, yeah. and, and, and you're 100% right, Andy. And I'm so glad that you had the courage to kind of come out here and be a little bit vulnerable in front of us. And when we make that one change in our sales process and understanding who we're selling, everything else starts to get a lot easier. And one of the things, um, you know, that we don't often do, we think that the person in front of us is the decision maker and they may not be. And if it's not a her, where's the her? Where's a her behind the him? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And what's the relationship? Because I'm going to tell you, even if he doesn't have a girlfriend, even if he doesn't have a, you know, a, a wife, he has a mother or a sister who he depends on for information about this area. So when it comes to the home, in our culture, it's her domain. And we need to really be in tune with that as men. And we really need to more than reach across the table. Because it's our responsibilities as professional sellers to understand who our customer is, what she's going through, what's near and dear to her heart, and it might be different than what's near and dear to your heart. And this discipline that Karen um, started years ago of kind of keeping her marketing and her selling antennas up all the time and reading articles uh, about health, about wellness, about the outcomes, about sleep deprivation, the opposite, what happens. And, you know, there is so much inspiration. What I hope that everybody that watches this takes is start a book. Hold your book up. Hold your book up. <laughs> start a book. Start a book. I want you to start two books. Start two Three. Okay. Here, this is it. I'm going to give you extra work today, guys. Guys and gals, if you are a professional sales pro who works the retail floor, and or a store owner, here's your books. I want you to have a book on your competition. I want you to have every ad and I want you to have it there at the sales desk. Your salespeople should never, ever be surprised at what's going on with a competitor. So you, should, you have a competitor's book. You have a sleep and wellness book that Karen just showed you. And then you have an I Love Me book. What's in the I Love Me book? All those wonderful thank yous that your thoughtful customers gave you. All of those positives. And that I Love Me book should be, if you have a background, it should be full of happy customers that bought from you. 
So that's your homework. For everybody that watched, you got more than you bargained for. So Karen? Yes. We got a few minutes left. Yeah. Well, I have so much more information and and this was basically the platform that I wanted to start with and then I'll add it to Mattress Industry Network. Um, I'll be putting things on there. And I just want to say this, for the guys, when you're talking to women my age, don't be nervous about it. Don't be embarrassed about having and asking questions that you might think is a little bizarre. I think it takes down, it, it takes away some of that um, wall that we tend to put up sometimes when you start asking questions more about what's going on in our world, what's going on in our life to have a better understanding. And it builds that relationship. I hear that more times than I could count of, well, I can't ask her that. I would never be able to ask her that. Sure you can. You just got to ask it with respect, but how would you be able to help her have a better understanding of what her needs are if we're not asking some of those sometimes tough questions, but let me give you a formula for that. Um, Andy and anybody, other guy that's listening, <laughs> um, here's, here's the formula. You're working with a female customer and you want to do that whole night cream thing yeah. that Karen did. You, as a guy, have no understanding of that. But you do have a wife. And what you could say is, you know, my wife has a night cream and a day cream and she spends more money on the night cream. Mm -hmm. Do you have a night cream and a day cream? So it's not you just asking this. It's, It's almost like when you're trying to share something that's really your suggestion, but you make it another customer's suggestion so it's not direct. Mm-hmm. It's the same same principle. It's just yeah. it's just a, a formula uh, for sharing that. So somebody wants to get a hold of you. They're watching this, and we have gotten all kinds of comments, thumbs up, oh, right great. On, and loving what they're hearing. Someone wants to get a hold of you, Karen. What's the best way to do it? You can email me. You can okay. call me. It, uh, website's right up there. Should be right Connect there. We go. Connect at Karen is my email. Karen Converse.com is my website. You could go to either one of them. My phone number is listed on my website. Right there. there. Um, you can see everything that I uh, represent there. Yeah. This was this was a lot of fun. Went by very very fast, Pete. I know. I told you we need another hour, and we do. But that is it, everybody. Good. Go sell a guy Danes from South Africa, Guy and Kyle. It has been an interesting session. Thank you. No, thank you, Guy. Thank Thank you, you, Kyle. I know it's like ten o'clock at night in South Africa. So God bless you guys for being here and listening. And all the lessons apply to all industries. Everybody, follow up show, please. Look <laughs> at that. I'm okay. Okay. So here it is 161 episodes in this particular podcast, 35 in my first podcast, almost 200, and nobody has ever asked for like a repeat mm. right away. So, Karen, you guys, make me blush. You make you, me blush, but I'm so excited because this, this is amazing. Because it truly is amazing that you're all so interested. I'm interested in having better conversations. I'm interested in having 
uh, people coming into stores excited to learn more about sleep and excited to buy a new sleep system and learn. Um, they're reaching out and tons of people are reaching out and oh, you have all of these companies out there putting little snippets here and there about sleep. Grab hold of what they're saying, incorporate it into your presentation, put it in your marketing. And it would be amazing if we all work together um, starting in March with National Sleep Awareness Month and just created this big, huge uh, wealth of en- information, education for for people in America out there, children, right, to the elderly and let them know that just that extra hour of sleep can enhance their life, help them feel better and look better. Thank you, Josh. And thank you, thank you everyone. everybody for all your kind comments. Karen was an absolute rock star. I'll tell you what, when we first talked about this, I said, you know, it's something I want to do uh, probably once a quarter. And we're going to do our best to bring you another one in eight to 12 weeks. So thank Great. you for your feedback. Karen, thank you. You're an absolute rock star. Thank you. And everybody, till we see you next week, have fun and sell a million. Thank you.